the second and i am patrick pope the only patrick i have almost zero energy today you're really zapped tell me why well first of all it's because i haven't spoken with anyone today real and an introverted day (laughs) have you ever had one of those where you've just been in the house all day then someone comes up to you and tries to be a real chatterbox and you're like oh hey uh i'm not uh i'm not in reality right now pal (laughs) they're like What's wrong with you? Are you okay? Are you okay? And you, you just want to say, no, I just need some time to get acclimated to this conversation. Let me get back to reality, please. Uh, and I'm not saying that because you were 100% like that when I came in. Uh, I, if saying, I remember, I had, a, I had a glass of wine in my one hand and I was narfing some pizza. So I had a, <laughs> I had a pizza, pizza pie mouth. You couldn't have been more chill. <laughs> come on in, pal. You even knocked my you knocked on my door and kind of like looked in, like, is it okay to come in? I'm like, what are you doing, man? Get in here. You know what that's called, Patrick? Manners. You called me a vampire. <laughs> well, I thought you needed to be like invited in like a vampire. <laughs> Has anyone ever heard of that? I've never heard of that before in my life. Oh yeah, that's part of the lore. Like garlic hurts them, they suck your blood, and um they absolutely have to be invited in. <laughs> that's true. I don't believe it. I've never heard that lore. No, it's true, man. That's it, that's that's it's the true. Same thing as the silver bullet. Uh, well, that's with the werewolf. So, hey, here's a question: Are you okay. are you a, without thinking, just answer? Are you a vampire or a werewolf? Yes. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't think at all. <laughs> but I would consider myself a werewolf. Good. Yeah. Good. I mean, your your brand. Your, that's your part of your brand. I is am werewolf. A, I am. Uh, Pat, I, I identify with the werewolf for well, sure. Why is that, Patrick? What's what's the deal? well? Because there, there's because there's you're hairy. Well, the, yes, I'm hairy. Um, I'm aggressive um, at times. I have a lot of uh, sexual energy carried in my crotch. Is, I carry is, I carry a very active boner. Is that a quality of a werewolf? I think deep down, yeah. Like like like, there's something inside you at all times that could just flip a switch, and you're just. Races. Patrick, is that part of actual werewolf lore, or is that something you've projected onto werewolves that they have a lot of sexual energy? Mm, a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. I had, to, I had to answer without thinking. I could just imagine young Patrick watching some werewolf movie and just being like, oh, I bet that wolf's really horny, just like me. <laughs> Yo, that wolf looks cool, and I can tell he's horny, so I'm a werewolf. <laughs> Have you ever seen the musical Into the Woods? Seen it and been in it. Wow, I've been in it too. What did you play? Oh, I was like a, a little, I was in eighth grade when, when my community theater did it. They did Into the Woods in eighth grade? No, no, no. I was in eighth grade when my community theater oh, did it. Okay. So oh, it was like, okay. it was adults doing it. And I just had like a little, I think I was a, one of the pigs at one point. I had like several different little roles. I see. And I was in all the big ensemble pieces, you know. Yeah, you were like the day player, the intern. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just like the little kid who wanted to do summer theater. Yeah, that's hang really, out with like freaky adults. That's cool. I'm surprised you weren't the wolf, but I mean, I guess in as an eight year old, eighth wait, grader. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm getting this all confused. Eight year old, eighth grade. I was maybe eleven or twelve, thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a tough role, but I played the wolf in the high school. Uh, oh shit. Yeah, and another friend of mine also played the wolf. Uh, we sang the soundtrack together in the car once, and it was a beautiful moment. That's not the point I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make is in the old recording. I think it's from the 80s in Broadway. You're talking about the, um, the original Broadway recording. Yeah, where his, yeah, where the wolf has his dingling just mm-hmm. swinging around. Swinging dingling. I'm just wondering if there was any influence because that wolf – is horny. He's clearly horny. 
No doubt he's horny. That's yeah. a horny wolf. And then they, they did like a bastardized version of it, Disney released, right? And Johnny Depp played the wolf. Yeah. And he had no swinging dick. And it's just like, dude, Johnny Depp, how are you going to sign on to play a wolf, that, a werewolf that ain't horny? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. they kind of like uh, melded uh, human slash wolf. Like, that was way off. Way off, dude. It's a straight up wolf ready to like lick <laughs> chops and get it on. Yeah. There's the dick. You have yeah. to have the dick, or <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's not a play. Um, I love that we're starting off our MMA podcast talking about our secret love for Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> it's no secret. I'm proud. Well, uh, have you actually? When's the last show you actually saw on Broadway? The real Broadway. Ooh. Um, if ever. No, I've seen several. Hey, I think not, I saw. It's, it's not a competition here. It's not. I'm not like. We're not. We're not keeping score. This is not a ten point must system of Broadway. I get shows. so competitive, don't I? I make this. I'm an only child. Um, I've really been confronting that recently. But did like, I, I like, hope I didn't give you a complex last time. Not a complex. <laughs> you gave me reason to reflect and be like, man, maybe I am a fucking like. Maybe I do say things. Maybe things that motivate me. When I uh, when I stipulate things is partially because I was raised like no no I'm you know I'm an, I'm no listen I'm important I'm, there's only one of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's a good thing to realize. Mm. The last Broadway show I saw, I believe, was Spelling Bee. Spelling Bee. Oh, I saw it a few years ago. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's a bunch of like nerdy kids spelling. <laughs> I saw um, Hedwig and the Angry Inch, which was cra- that's crazy that it was on Broadway. But was um, um, Doogie Howser in it? Was it when it, he was? It wasn't Doogie. It okay. was uh, Dexter. Ooh, how was that? It was incredible. Actually, it made me think you would be a great Hedwig as well. Really? The way the way that he played it. I, why don't I know his real name? We only know uh, Do- Michael C. Hall. Maybe. Yes, yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. We're like Doogie, Dexter. It's so rude. Mm-hmm. What if they were actually on our MMA show and we were like, oh, hey, Dexter. Like, they would be like, these guys are assholes. They're assholes. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never coming on this show again. Right. <laughs> I am a C list celebrity and I <laughs> demand respect. <laughs> no, but he killed it, man. He was up there um, singing his ass off and he spat on the crowd. Like spit, big things of spit. And people were loving it. They loved it. Oh, because he wasn't like intention. It was just like the saliva no, no, no. was projecting out of his mouth and you could see it through the spotlights. That too, but real spit. Oh, like, spitting on people. Like a ball of spit. He spit right at, right on an audience member. Luckily, like t- yeah, luckily everyone in the front row was like hardcore Dexter fans. Inch fans. They, loved, they were like, yes. Well, were they Dexter fans or inch fans, as we call them? Mm. Inchers, as we call as is like the hard. <laughs> Inchies. Inch- <laughs> All the blogs, they're called inchies. Here's, here's a fun little like circle to complete. So um, when I lived in New York and ran in New York, I the gang of friends that I sort of uh, accumulated, we called ourselves the Kensington Werewolves. Um, and we identified with the wolf and loved, you know, loved wolf pack mentality and werewolf mentality. Um, and one of our f- friends, Nelson Rockwood, who we've shouted out many times on this show, uh, just cause he gets sad if we don't, but I love him. Love you, Nelson. Uh, he knows Anthony or, or Michael C. Hall and one time was hanging out with him and told him about the Kensington werewolves. And like Michael C. Hall was like very confused and perplexed and like basically looking at looking at nelson like uh i don't i don't understand uh, you're a group of men who call yourself the kensington werewolves i, I don't understand <laughs> and i always wish i just wish i could be there seeing dexter's face like <laughs> questioning that was a great michael c hall dexter impression but i understand his confusion when you told me that i was like who the fuck are you are you like leonardo dicaprio <laughs> and this is like his like uh i don't know what they're called the sex squad or whatever <laughs> <laughs> dicaprio sex squad yes <laughs> okay well at least yeah, that's what we were it. yeah we were a sex squad big deal <laughs> Wow, I'm not even psychic, and I just nailed it. Really, you are. You are quite. Uh, you're an empath. <laughs> um, 
No yeah. one can see this, but uh, Patrick gave me a gift today, and it's a, a casting glove, a podcasting glove. Yeah. It's a red fingerless glove, spiked glove, and it actually does yeah. build my confidence. Well, you said you came in a little low. I was like, dude, put this glove on. <laughs> and it's, you know yeah. what? I came I in low well, energy, Ron, and, and what? I've been dominating the conversation. I've been real chatterbox. <laughs> well, I think it's partially, you know, your energy is definitely part of the the glove, but it's also part of our our sponsor, Lacroix. You had you, you get half a Lacroix in you, Ron, and you are off to the races. Thank you, Lacroix. Mm. Mm. Ah, refresh. Actually, this is coconut LaCroix, which it's not refreshing as much as it is mm, tasty, like a candy. It is. It's very candy-like. You can only have like one or two of those. Some people think that it's gross. Tastes like perfume. I love it. Me too. Oh my God. I love you for loving it. I love me for loving it and you for loving me for loving it. Every day I learn a little something else about you and it makes me love you more every time. Oh yeah. The Coco LaCroix is no joke. That's my flag. That's my flag. <laughs> Patrick, what's, uh, what's on the wine, the wine list? Before we get to the actual docket, what, what are we drinking today? This is a little California Cabernet. No, it's not too. It's biodynamic. Um, not too good. It's it's good. Um, I like biodynamic wines because they use like witchcraft and like moon cycles and shit to like grow their wine. It's amazing. They like even bury like skulls and like goat skulls and stuff on like certain corners of their like um, uh, vineyards. No shit. Wow. Yeah, it's wacky stuff. I did not know that a wine like this existed, but oh yeah, many do. Many, many. Yeah. And, well, and and there's no it's very it's organic there's nothing like there's no they don't use pesticides it's 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 no shit hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm a werewolf I'm into witchcraft wine <laughs> boy uh, yeah so the love thing it it does keep going it, it becomes a deeper love because once you start to love the outside persona of a person you get deeper inside and you end up having to love that part too right so you're learning my shadow self right now and you're just like god that's, I'm, that's I'm true, love. true love that's true love <laughs> i don't know about this dude it's like loving the poop of a person you know right right once you get far enough with your girlfriend she poops well i was going to say do you you guys don't do bathroom functions in front of each other? Ron uh, has a uh, girlfriend of how long? Uh, we're five years. Five years. And do you guys bathroom function in front of each other? Do you make shame as my girlfriend? I call it. Uh, we don't really do poop po pooping in front of each other. No. You've peed in front of each other. Yeah, absolutely. I actually think that's kind of hot. Yeah, well, we can get into the specifics of what we do with our pee if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but 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 I I do think I think farting and pooping should be left out of a relationship. Wow! And I've only learned this through like failed experience. Patrick, that's incredibly conservative of you. Of you. I'm oh, you sorry so? to say it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Are you voting for Trump this year? Not at all. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I guess I can understand. There was a period, or a, pe a period, uh, there was just a, a juncture in my relationship not too long ago, but there was a lot of farting going on, just rampant farting. And it was, it could have been a various reason, change in diet, whatnot, but there was a lot of farting going on and just willy nilly. You know, and just like just like blase, like shit, farting, fart, gas, and on the couch, loud yeah. farts, and by both parts, yeah. And I, I just, I had a moment, and I was like, hey, farting's cool, you know. We all do it; it's part of being real. But I was wondering if maybe we could turn the farting down a notch. Let's turn the fart down, you know, because farting is hilarious. But it's funny that after a while, like any joke. It stops being funny. Completely. And it starts being gross. Um, and then when you want to have sex. And you got to think about like, ah, oh, like 20 minutes ago, you like ripped a juicer. <laughs> I can still smell the remnants. Yeah. It's like, nah. I can smell the fart echo. Exactly. And I've only learned this recently is that you leave the farts, you leave the farts at bay. <laughs> I would never, you know, I, I'm all about middle ground, gray area. I would never ban pooping, farting, peeing. 
entirely. But I do understand. There's, you know, because you got to keep it. You I say it you ban the rampant willy nilly farting. You ban that, and I've and I've only learned that through through wow. year, years of, of trial and error. Wow. In fact, I caught up uh, I don't know a while ago with uh, my ex girlfriend, who you is the reason I know you. Yeah. She was friends with you back in the day. Yeah. Um, and I just jokingly said to her, "Is like, man, we farted way too much in front of each other. That should have not ever happened. That that's something that, like, moving forward in your next relationship and my next relationship, like, let's cut that shit out. <laughs> no pun intended. Wow, but weren't you guys together for like seven years or something? No, um, three in total. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry. It felt like that. <laughs> sorry, actually." Uh... Yeah, it's very, very strict of you, Patrick. But it's good to know what your limitations are. Absolutely. Actually, uh, are you going to unlock your girlfriend? She's chained into the, in the uh, closet. Let me go right get there. her. Let me go get her. <laughs> I think she needs air. <laughs> I think she needs a little breather. <laughs> She's free. She's free. Run away. <laughs> now, Ron, are we, am I going to put you in a rear, rear naked choke today? Oh, uh, should you? I think, okay. yeah, we, we, sa- think, we said I, we were going to do it, but we couldn't do it last time because I was in a different city. Right. But we're, I think... We were podcasting away. I think after we talk about um, the real fight quick. last week, let's put me in a choke. Yes, real quick, I do... Uh, we're we're going to cap the night with, it, with a choke. I want to amend something I said uh, last podcast where I said... Um, or maybe two oh, It was last podcast. Ago. Last podcast, uh, Eddie Alvarez did not break his jaw against Donald Cerrone. I had my um, people confused. Eddie Alvarez has broken his jaw, but it was not against Donald Cerrone. So I said that on the last one very confidently, and I was wrong. And I just I don't want to be portrayed as some idiot. That's very journalistic of you, and I appreciate you bringing that up and keeping the integrity of this podcast. You know, it's it's like in the New York Times when they have those little tiny things yeah, there yeah, in the table of contents. <laughs> it's yeah. like in microscopic words. Uh, just so you know, yeah. <laughs> we were one hundred percent. There was a. <laughs> we might have just made a whoopsie. <laughs> I guess the equivalent on a podcast would be to whisper that. Yeah. <laughs> I should be so, I was wrong about so wrong. Um. Uh, Awesome, awesome thing happening right now. Uh, we're watching Paige Van Sant uh, versus Rowdy Beck Rawlings. Is is her nickname Rowdy as well? So Rowdy yeah. Beck Rawlings. Yeah, and uh, I did not get to watch this fight. Unfortunately, I have the that weird thing that's happening to a lot of people, where I just I don't have TV. I, right, you don't have TV, and and there's no like application uh, process for watching Fox Sports One on. Yeah, you got or Fox. You're, you got to get cable if you want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. but uh, so, so usually I'm able to watch. I'm able to watch the fights. So this card, I've only been able to experience via highlights. And it was a, it was a humdinger. You loved it. A real rip of snorter. You loved it. I loved it. Um, I would go so far as to say it was better than UFC 200. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, are you really going to go that far? No, no. I feel like that's like the general like uh, sort of slogan right now in the MMA world is like everything is exponentially better than UFC right. 200, totally. which totally sucks. It sucks shit to say. <laughs> um, I mean, UFC 200 was pretty cool. Totally. It was great, great. and I and I loved I love every second of it because I'm a fighter. I'm a fight fan, but um, I uh, I, it was great. And uh, the the first fight out of the gate, Jim Miller, Joe Lozon, they slobber knocked each other, and the judges called it for Jim Miller. I guess that works. What 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 the people who definitely won that fight were the fans. The next fight on the main main event, Beck Rawlings, Paige Van Zandt. Uh, Van Zant kept doing this crazy. We just saw it. Oh, we just, just saw the switch. We just kick watched it. Out. We just saw the switch kick knockout. Um, she, the whole time she's doing it, the first round trying to set it up. She gets to the corner. Her coach is like, "Cut it out with that shit." She gets right back in there, and then like a minute into the fight, she does it again and knocks her out. And uh, it, was, it was some sweet justice because like I love Paige Van Zant. I think she's the cutest little toot, and I. Like Beck Rawlings was just so like I'm gonna kill this like like you could tell her attitude was like this girl is nothing I am going to annihilate her I am better than her yeah and then nah do you think well first of all I thought it was a it, I just watched the fight just now mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, and the highlight was amazing. I recently listened to an interview with Paige uh, on the Ariel Hawani show. And post fight, uh, post fight, yeah. yeah. And I didn't catch the interview. Wow, I, w- I mean, I just had so much more respect for her. Not only is she just like this young person that's doing so much, she literally just came off of one of the biggest shows on, on tele- television, if not biggest. And yeah. it's not, uh, it's no easy task to be on a show like that. You're working a lot. You're dancing. You're practicing. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes. You're doing press, and then to come in, she said that she. Uh, almost she just immediately went from that to training yeah and uh and to have a performance like that after getting her face totally smashed in a lot of people a lot of fans were writing her off saying oh like see it's been revealed that she is total garbage she's 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 cute she's got no chance she's using her cuteness to like promote herself and good for her but she's not a fighter yeah so to have a knockout victory which is seldom at the 115 that's yeah. a seldom thing. Oh, you don't yeah. you don't get a lot of knockouts. No, like you get a lot of like you could slobber knockers. Throw one hundred and fifteen yeah. pounds at my head and it wouldn't knock me, knock me out. Let's do it. <laughs> um, but here's a question for you: Do you think that Paige Van Zant um, is a person that will be able to climb up and have the same sort of uh, star power as Conor McGregor, Ronda Rousey? I mean, she is in the popular eye right now. And I'm I sure a lot of people watched that fight, like more, more than have ever watched her fight. Uh, trackable analytics, I'm sure, from, from one to the other. Um, you know, I was going to say one thing that's really cool about is I have, you know, my mom who loves sports, but I've been home, like visiting Texas, and we've, like there's been a UFC event on, and we've rented it, and I've like, you know, I've kind of ambassadored the experience, you know, you know, curated the experience for her, but like for her to be like Paige Van Zandt's a fighter, she loves Dancing with the Stars, and so she would, you know, she'd call me and tell me about Paige Van Zandt on Dancing with the Stars, and I'd be like, well, I didn't know, I didn't see her, mom, I didn't see her, uh, I didn't see the show because I don't watch that, but she's fighting very soon, and my mom called me like on the weekend, I was like, did you see Paige fight? And I was like, holy shit! So I know my mom like made a note of it to like watch Paige Van Zandt fight. Wow, and, and was blown away that like a woman could do like a <laughs> jumping roundhouse kick. Yeah, to the to the she caught her in the she caught her with her right foot in the leg, and then went upstairs with the left. Amazing, amazing. I I bet all that dance training really did help her cardio and movement. You can't you can't deny it. I kind of had the, the show is rigorous. You ever seen the show? It's oh well, rigorous. I had the opposite experience of you, where I. Because Paige Van Zandt was in the UFC, I watched Dancing with the Stars, something I've never seen. And it, it's, you know... It's I kind of a like, fun show. <laughs> it's kind of a fun it's show. It's so ridiculous yeah. and fun. You know, I don't get into, like, uh, uh, what's it called? What is it? Like, the National Enquirer and stuff? Right. I think of the National Enquirer and shows like that. You know, it's like... Uh, Together. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But it was it was... Cool and hilarious. Look at her. Look, we're, we're right now watching Beck Rawlings like uh, have to stand next to Paige as she gets her hand raised. <laughs> and you can just see Beck Rawlings eating crow. Yeah. Like just like eating that crow. And Paige is just, she has completely straight Hollywood smile. So your, your question was, do, do I see her transcending into star? That was my question. Absolutely. And I think she'll do it in a, in a much more... Um, I, I, I think she has a chance to really climb the ranks, maybe be a top five. I don't know. I mean, you put her in against JJ, and it's fucking lights out. And I, like, it's just they're, they're they're different leagues. But you can always improve. You can always get better. Is her commitment to fighting as high as like some of these some of the top level people? I don't think it will ever be because she is going to be able to like have some have a big career outside of this. Interesting. Uh, they're in acting or, or sort of like sports casting of some kind or cat, you know, she, she will be able to uh, make some, a platform in which she jumps rather than her mainstay. I don't ever see her really buckling down and going, you know, Connor had a movie deal. He backed out because he was like, I, I'm supposed to do this movie, this triple X two or whatever with Vin Diesel. I need to go back to what got, got me here in this fight. He didn't give a shit about it. So I don't ever see her taking a pass on a video. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, I gained a lot of respect for her listening to this interview. She said 
uh, a couple key things. One of the things she said was when asked, "Hey, uh, am I going to? Uh, did you? Do you think you're going to quit MMA now that you have this mainstream celebrity?" And she said, "Does anyone ask the football players if they're going to quit their sport when they do a show like Dancing with the Stars?" And I was like, "True that." You know? True that. She's like, "I'm a fighter. That's what I do. I'm a professional athlete." Yeah. You know, and this other stuff is like is fun it's like but it's extra work from on being a fighter yeah and uh i was like wow respect like respect. i did not expect that from you because in my wow. mind i have all these stereotypes no for doubt a girl like her you know? i mean listen i mean before i knew that she had answered that way listen to me i'm like yeah i don't see it <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking stereotype my ass up. <laughs> no but i mean who knows how it's actually going to play out but um you know, and she was just talking about Hollywood money versus UFC money and how she's like, she's very, she's thankful for people like Conor McGregor uh, showing everyone, you know, what fighters should be paid. She was like, we're professional athletes. We're putting on good shows. And I am confident. We're making the price tag of this thing for Bill. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, uh, to answer my own question, I think that she's going to end up being someone that's you know in the seven figures a seven figure fighter cool maybe it's not this year maybe it's not next year if if i was to size her up even as and this is just you know total like you know sideline fan prediction here i I don't ever see her being you know in the top three i see her as a top five sure but i mean maybe she's one of those people that also gets to challenge for the belt when she's like you know one more fight in because jj is just eating the vision alive That'd be cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> I see it as a loss, but it could I be an entertaining one. I do too, of course. Of but course. The, I mean, when she lost to uh, Rose Namajunas, people liked her more. Yeah. They were like, oh, wow, she's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I right. like that. I mean, that's some. Serious. I'd love to see that rematch. Oh, for sure. Right. I mean, but that's some serious charisma when you can have your face completely beat in <clears> and people are still like, you're awesome yeah you got you got tore up. yeah she did that she had that loss went to dancing with the stars came back (laughs) flying kick to beck rawling's face man pv pvz yeah you love her i love her (laughs) hey your boy pettis won anthony pettis we've got a big anthony pettis fan right here yeah his name is patrick pope i love anthony showtime dude it's showtime, dude. Who else has done what he's done in terms of like some of the highlight real shit? Yeah. Like when it comes to like if you were going to make a 20-second sizzle reel of the UFC, like there's two things that Anthony Pettis has done that would be on that. I don't know. I think Paige Van Sant's going to um take oh, over, take dude. over his kick. Dude, <laughs> off the side of the cage, same foot that he leaped with, kicked in the side of No, no. No. Yeah. The Showtime kick is the kick heard around the world. Hey, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> but I, like we said last, uh, the last podcast, I was we were both on the same page. Like, I, we were like rooting for Pettis. Like, please, like, of course. let's please get stop. a get a win, please, because uh, I like him too. Like, cool guy, great, like, su- super fun style to watch, and uh, I'm happy for him. Me too. I'm I will happy say this. For the guy. I, will, I will say this. Um, 145 is an interesting cut for him. I know that it, he struggled with it. I listened to him in the post, post-fight press conference. Yeah, he ain't little. He's not little. Um, I also just um, – it's funny. I, my assessment has been this lately. Pettis got his fame and sort of like world-class like championshipness at a time when I feel <laughs> like UFC was like right on the verge of, le- of leveling up. Uh, who's who's calling? Pick it up. Pick it's, up. It's my girlfriend. Pick it up. Uh, Tell her you're casting. Hey. Hi, How's it going? Good. How are you? Guess what? I'm podcasting right now. Am I really? Yeah, and yes. and you're on the podcast. I and say hi, Jackie. Hi. That's pa- oh that's Patrick so Pope. The the one of the uh, expert analysts here on Wolf Ticks podcast. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, hey, hey uh, Jackie, what do you have yeah. to what do you have to say uh, about the Carlos Condit Damian Maya fight last Saturday? Um, 
I think that it was a really bloody um, occurrence, and they just need to be friends um, a little bit harder. Wow. <laughs> well, well, said, well said. All right, uh-huh. my darling. I'll call you back. I, I just ate so much pork belly. <laughs> it's, the opposite, it's the opposite of what a fighter probably does. And fighters love pork belly. Yeah, I mean, yes, I had a lot of protein gained. Um, okay, well, I'll see you later. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Bye. Well, so she didn't watch the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was just being a, a British, you know. It was bloody, it was good, bloody, good. bloody great fight. <laughs> good improv, um, though. Yeah, the Damian Maya Comet fight. If we're just going to catapult right into that, we, Pettis, good luck at one forty-five. I just, I, I see a few people that might take your dome off. That's my analysis of it. I, I think I just don't know if he's on the level anymore. That sounds crazy to say because he's amazing. It does sound crazy to say, but it's true. It's amazing how much the skill level has jumped up over the last couple of years. No, and and maybe that's just a that's a crazy like way to look at it. But like he was huge. Wheaties box. He was the fucking Dana White has even said he pound for pound might be the best. Yeah, and then just fall from grace. Wow. I got teary-eyed just <laughs> You sure did. Right? Wow. I mean, I was like, let's take a moment of silence. Please. Right? I got emotional. I love Anthony. Tony. Anyway, I hope he, I hope he has another, like, I'd love to see him at 145 again. I'd like to see him fight like a, like a, a Cub. Cub Swanson. Pettis mm. should be the next fight. Man, you should be UFC's new matchmaker. Right, dude. Like, want, can you believe it? We haven't even <laughs> talked about that. Joe Silva out. Yeah. Who knows why? But you know, yeah. we both quit. We both quit the company we worked for when there was, we were, when we new were like, owners came in. You were, a, you were a big OG, and I was like a definitely like a second level OG in the sense of just time we worked there. Yeah, we spent years there building that company, yeah. making its price tag worth a billion dollars. And we were just like, you know what? It's not the same. No. We got to get out of here. I wonder if that's what happened. I wonder if that's the case. Yeah. Because who knows? Maybe he'll start working for another organization like Bellator. Joe Silva at Bellator is a different. It's a whole other ball game. <laughs> oh, it's a whole other ball game. Out there. <laughs> I think our corner impressions are getting really good now. They're getting better. They're much better. You'll do nothing. I sound more. You'll like, do nothing. <laughs> you, I sound more like John Cavanaugh. Yeah. He has a much lighter. Straight blast him. He's a much lighter tone. Yeah, I'd be terrified. <laughs> This is ridiculous when we do our impressions. By the way, have you seen the video, the Nate Diaz? I, it's like a John Cavanaugh posted it, but uh, John Cavanaugh talks about he's yelling at Connor in like the third or fourth, at uh, the fourth round, like, Connor, stick to the game plan. Stick to the game plan. Nick, Nate Diaz is bloody and fucking just, you know, just, just beefing it out there, just like going nuts, just being a warrior. Looks over at John Cavanaugh and goes, Fuck your game plan in the middle of the fight. <laughs> really? I haven't seen that. He was like, it was quite scary. I was happy that I was on the outside of the octagon. <laughs> it was quite scary. I got to watch that, man. That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing Panth- uh, Panthony Pettis. Panthony Annis. <laughs> uh, Anthony Pettis fighting a, a top seven guy, top five guy. Like, I'd love to see how he stacks up against them. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I, I don't mind seeing him in the lower ends of the tens and fifteens doing his thing. Doing his thing, ripping shit up. Let's just, uh, just more wins is what we want to see. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see him win. It could be against total cans. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I, I like. I need it. I need some competition. Um, let's that talk. Gets us to the main. Yeah, Condit and Maya. Uh, it's not here up here on our screen. All I saw was the highlight, rear naked. Well, I mean, that's really that's about as long as the fight was. Yeah. He, he took his ass down and choked his ass out. My goodness. Carlos Condit. Carlos Condit, man. Like, he's such a beast. And he lost. Like, that quickly. Mind blow. Damian Maya is no joke. You go to the ground with him, like, shit. Good luck, pal. So, they're talking about title shot for him. Finally. 
I mean, I don't see it any other way. And has he a chance? Tyron Woodley, say this, Tyron Woodley wins over uh, Wonderboy, which I bet that's going to be the fight. Yeah. Woodley wins over Wonderboy. Does Damian Maya have a chance? Strong wrestler. Strong wrestler. Maya yes, has of no, course. Maya has no chance. And again, we're still, we have never really seen a, Ty, a Tyron Woodley third, fourth rounder. That's true. So maybe he's good. In the, as long as you don't get caught by those power blasts. Yeah. Uh, Damian Maya barely gets hit. I think I was listening to some stat where it's just like he never gets hit. Yeah, it's, it's the lowest like amount of damage in the past like six six fights. Insane. I, I wonder how old he is. I think he's forty seven. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> he just looks like one of those like old ninjas. Yeah, because like, like, he's never he's never been hit, so he's like he's a fifty year old, but it doesn't matter. I I, I truly am in awe of his jujitsu. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool to watch him. It's amazing. I've been getting more and more into the into ground into the ground game. Yeah, you're you're signing up for jujitsu, right? Yeah, I'm gonna sign up for jujitsu. The same Cobra class. Hini. Cobra Hini. He's yeah. he's like a he's a pro, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Famous jujitsu. Uh, like yeah. I mean a game changer. Huh. Yeah. That's gonna be cool. Yeah. I'm, am I going to be the next Damian Maya? Am I basically an older, wider Damian Maya? You're, they're going to call you Wide Maya. <laughs> <laughs> the fat. This is the fattest Damian Maya we've ever seen. <laughs> you do kind of look like him. I guess I do. I mean, I'm not. I'm not that far off. No. Yeah. Thanks, Patrick. Yeah. I mean. Good thing we're talking about jujitsu and you doing it now because this podcast is going to end with me putting you in a rear naked choke. <laughs> I can't wait to feel it. Yeah. It'll be my first rear naked choke that I've been in. I've been in. I'm going to put you, I'm going to do triangle lock, rear naked choke. So you feel like what it feels like to get. I need to get used to it because you know what? I have claustrophobia. You, you have claustrophobia and your first like month, you're going to get nothing but your ass handed to you. Oh. In jujitsu. Like, and it's cool. Like you have to, you have to have no ego. You go in with no ego because you will like it's it's gonna be nothing but like straight up ass. How am I gonna do it then? I almost said ass eating, but it's not gonna be <laughs> straight <there>. up ass <laughs> eating. Straight up werewolf ass eating. Straight up, no, it's like ass pounding. I almost said too. Like you just no. feel the werewolf hair against your face, <laughs> and you get a rock hard. But wait, what? Wait, 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 Patrick. Wait, wait. <laughs> Werewolves are virile. We, we, we've, uh, we've discussed. Um, I'm proud of you for signing up for jujitsu. Uh, I'm I'm excited and excited to get started on the. Muay Thai and also terrified, but it's okay. Love it's, it. You know, you'll call me after the first class and be like, "Holy shit, I love this shit." Yeah, I can't wait for us to fight. Oh, I we'll... can't wait for us to fight either. <laughs> wait, that would be a great podcast. Fight each other, <laughs> Patrick versus Ron. Will we still be friends after I KO'd you? No, no, no. no we wouldn't. Huh? No. See, that's why we can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be done. I'm an only child, dude. If yeah. I got knocked out by you, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm going home. <laughs> We're not friends anymore. <laughs> I hate you. I'm going you. I've ended a friendship with a punch before. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I Her name up, was Susan. Her name was Susie. <laughs> uh, no, it was, uh, I was, I grew up in a very conservative a religious household and it was we were very sheltered in a way um so my only friend in junior high school and he lived across the street and um i had taken him to church a couple times you know and then what denomination were you again uh it's called actually non-denomination oh yeah, okay, yeah. which is like so you put your hands in the air and spoken tongues and shit born again yeah, yeah that's what that's what they're ugh, what, charismatic ugh. is what we call them in texas ugh, the worst. Uh, that's one of the charismatic churches oh one of them charismatic and <laughs> yeah basically the biggest jerks of them all um, most judgmental <laughs> yeah they speak in tongues give me a fucking break uh, i don't know we'd gotten in some argument and he said i don't um I don't uh, believe in Jesus anymore, or I don't believe in Jesus, and I never want to go to church again. And, and you I got decked him in the face. Oh man! Oh gosh! Have you ever talked to him since? Nope. Oh my god! Wow, isn't that crazy? 
I feel awful just saying it. What's next? No, um, no, hold on, hold on. Let's unpack <laughs> this a little bit. That's incredible. Yeah, it was some. Serious, you don't believe in Jesus? Whack. Yeah, well, I had a, I had a really. Um, Isn't it insane that we, uh, we, we grow up with this shit? Because I grew up religious too. But like, you grow up with this, and you're taught that you have to defend it. And then, like, when it comes to a point where you're like, I don't really know how to defend it anymore. All you can do is just get mad. I, I, I mean, I had several moments like that, albeit I didn't lash out in punching. But I had several moments where I would get so mad I would slam stuff because, like, they just weren't hearing that I loved God and that they need to love God. Sure. What the fuck? Yeah. That's brainwashing. That's brainwashing. <laughs> because it's... I cannot compute how to tell you. <laughs> I can't so, make logic. <laughs> it's something that you can't explain, and yet it's uh, ingrained into your mind as if it were real. Yeah. So it, cr- it really creates this uh, frustrating uh, battle. Wacky. Yeah. <laughs> That's why people die, because of religion. Right? <laughs> Man. We gotta, we gotta get over religion. Yeah, I agree. I think in another hundred years, religion's gone, right? Or maybe like, unless it's like, a, I think spirituality takes over. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's hope. Yeah. Just because, uh, I mean, it's crazy to think that there's religious freaks running countries. Yo, yeah. next podcast, let's find this kid. <laughs> let's, let's find call him. Let's, call him. let's apologize. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay that you didn't want to believe in Jesus. I don't even believe in Jesus. <laughs> I'll have to remember his Would name. you say that you don't believe in Jesus anymore? Oh, is it, no, for sure. Whatever. Is it hard for you to say that, though? Because I'm the same way. Not no. now. No. No? Not now. Uh, you know, I had a, I had a moment. It, you know, I was suspicious for a long time. I was like, something's amiss here. Something's amiss. And it yeah. took being on mushrooms to reverse program my mind. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, yeah, this is everything that I've been suspicious of. And here it is, like, there's, no, of, yeah. Yeah, there's no God, but there still is this, there's still love, Yeah, you know? And I was like, I think that's the part that uh, I needed to let go of, you know, like, oh, like, there's still love, I can still love, uh, like, love is still going to exist. Yeah. And I can still be loved if I can just let go of the idea of God. Right. It's still there. Right. And uh, what a relief it was. Yeah. But, of course, not, believe, not believing in um, a God does come with its challenges <laughs> because then it's all, it's all on you. <laughs> yeah. It's all on you. Well, I, I also believe, though, that the universe is this gigantic thing. But for whatever reason, humans are special because of love. It's something we've created and sort of instinctually have in us. And it makes us different than the apes. And it makes us different than the whales and the sharks. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's special. Yeah. Gets us in a lot of trouble. Oh man! <laughs> but if we'd be free about it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't get us in any trouble. Free love, man. Free love, man. Free love, girl. Oh man! All right. The, well, jeez. Uh, we digress. We have digressed. Tigress. That's why this is the most amazing MMA show because you you get it all. You're gonna get philosophy. You're gonna get a little philosophy. You're gonna get a little bit of uh, religious and political banter, and. You're going to get some talk about what's coming up on Saturday, September 3rd, 2016, Hamburg, Germany. That's this weekend. That's this weekend. Can you exactly. believe it? So much fighting. Uh, I thought it was going to be in Japan, but I was way off. Yeah, we were off. <laughs> it's Andre Arlovsky, Josh Barnett, and um, that's, that's the headliner. And the return of Alexander Gustafsson. I was just about to say, the co-main event is what has got me really like Howney. Yeah. Werewolf Howney. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about uh, people who have lost a lot, Anthony Pettis. Um, Gustafsson, he's, he's not been turning in the winds. He hasn't, but he's been. But, <laughs> it's cra- isn't it crazy? He got caught by Rumble, which who doesn't? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that happens. Yeah. Uh, and then who did he lose against next? Uh, he lost to DC. DC. Yeah. And he put on a hell of a show, though. Yeah. Um, all of those, well, I'll save, save for the Johnson uh, fight, 
uh, that's for uh, Anthony's highlight reel, <laughs> which is just knockout after knockout right. after knockout. Um, yeah, I feel like just like uh, Paige Van Sant uh, winning this fight, uh, a win from him would make people go crazy, I think. No just doubt. because, I mean... Wow. I can't, I can't believe that. He's fighting Bershowitz or whatever? Yeah, Jan. Jan, the Polish wonder. Tell me about him. Why? Because I don't know <laughs> shit about him. I don't, really, I don't really either. I think he fights in JJ's camp, or like he, uh, he trains out of that camp. Oh, really? Oh, that makes sense, because yeah. they're both uh, Polish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Poland actually has a great educational system. Has one of the finest, or has uh, has the best university in the entire world, isn't it? Right, and then also, uh, if you ask any tourist who's backpacking through Europe, they'd be like, "Oh my God, the beer in Poland is fucking twenty three cents, bro." <laughs> is that true, bro? Twenty three cent beer, Poland, go. <laughs> yes, it's true. They have very cheap beer. They make they make an, such an abundance of it that they can they can deflate the price. <laughs> I don't know much about uh, Jan Patrick, and it's uh, funny because I've I know that I've seen him fight a couple of times. Uh, oh yeah, um, yeah. It's because he also fought against people that I also don't know anything about. His last fight was against Igor Pokrajek, um, and that was uh, the Junior dos Santos um, fight. And I don't know who that is. Igor, the Duke. Don't know. He's a guy that fights out of American top team. So, I don't know, man. Oh, he fought Ilir Latifi. I know who that is. That's a, yeah. And he won over him. That's a good win. A he, lost, he lost to... His last two losses were Jimmy Manua and uh, Corey Anderson. Right. <clears throat> I have a feeling this might be just like a keep, keep Alex fresh, keep him fed, keep him making money. Yeah, that would. I think that would be a real. That would really suck if he lost. Oh, it would suck. Uh, it mean a lot for this John Yan guy. John Yan. He's no. Yeah, exactly. Because Alexander is number. He's the number two ranked uh, light heavy. Uh, and we're, speaking of Latif, he's fighting on that card too as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the masturbator. Yeah, which. Bader, for whatever reason, just makes my skin crawl. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think he's. I'm sure if I met him, I'd like him, but like. Any way he's ever presented himself on the microphone or the, you know, just trying to get a next fight, I'm always just like, shut up, dude, shut up. <laughs> um, and he also doesn't deliver, you know, like he just doesn't deliver when he has to. So I'll be anxious to see that fight. Yeah. He's another, uh, he's another person that, Brian Bader is another person that got knocked out by um, Rumble. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they should start a club. <laughs> Imagine like the the support group yeah. sitting around like <laughs> shitty cookies on the table, like bad coffee. Yeah. So I can't I can't remember the uh, two days after that, but I know that on the third day I wept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ryan Bader, and I was knocked out by Anthony Ronald Johnson. Oh. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. Uh, at least I think I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember a big black hand and blackness. And then just ear ringing. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't know. That should be interesting, Patrick. It should be. Uh, and of course, it's on Fox again. Oh, wait. You know what? No, this is a Fight Pass card. Yes, fight I love pass. these. Because you can see them. Because I can see them. And uh, everyone clowns on Fight Pass, man. But I think it's awesome. Once again, I'll say I have con- I have converted like at least four people to being like supreme fanatical fans to this sport because I hosted them at my house and said I'm going to introduce you to this sport. You're sitting there, you're screaming at the TV for your baseball and your football, and that's cool. But have you ever gotten into UFC? No, I haven't. Come over to my house and watch the best sport on the planet. Yeah, watch some MMA. Yeah. And I used Fight Pass to do it. And I go, I go deep. I like show them the deep cuts. <laughs> the classics. Yeah. One time, because uh, I've done it, I've done it four, four different times. I've done these sort of nights where I cook food and I host and I show them fights throughout the night. It's like, it's like coming to like an all-night professorial sort of like presentation. Uh, and I, the first thing I showed them was Dan Severn versus Hoist Gracie UFC 3. Where Hoist Gracie fights on his back for 16 minutes 
and you're thinking, holy shit, this guy's like losing. He's getting his guts punched in. He's just, yeah. you know, Severin had top control the whole time. Triangle choke out of nowhere with his legs. And it was just, that was a mind-blowing game changer for everyone. They see that and they're like, holy shit. Yeah. Fighting is dimensional. And it instantly gets them into it. And then you can just show them the different eras of the UFC, the Tito era. You can go from there. You can go whatever you want. It's Fight Pass. I'm not trying to like be a big old like nut hugger of this pass. podcast brought to you by Fight No, it's not. Right, right. If it was brought to you by Fight Pass. <laughs> It'd be interesting to compare and contrast uh, some Maya fights with the Hoist fights. Oof. Because it's very similar. I mean, Damian Maya's obviously up against a lot higher caliber of strikers than uh well just more well-rounded i mean the mixed martial artists is a thing only in the past you know six seven yeah. years like the true mixed martial artists yeah gracie was going against people that were like oh, what do i do yeah. down here yeah i guess i'll just uh, yeah i'm on the ground now i can't use this one boxing glove on my hand who <laughs> <laughs> was the one who did that tank out of it no, I'm blanking. Um, it's, it's okay if you don't remember. It was a long time ago. No, no, I, I can think of it. Um, I think he died recently too. Um, I, I can't remember, so I won't, I won't even. I won't. I won't even go there. Don't go there. Um, Josh Barnett uh, is fighting Andre Arlovsky. He, Josh Barnett, is the only fighter that I've talked to. The you only UFC you, fighter that I've talked to. T- tell me how that went. Well, I was at the grocery store, and uh, it was in the cheese section, <clears throat> and uh, I was picking up some cottage cheese, I believe. Um, I was bodybuilding at You're the You were in the cheese section, <laughs> and you pick up cottage cheese. Not a nice Gruyere. <laughs> it was... I forget the, looking at the blueberry Stilton, the like, dairy. no. It was the dairy yeah. section. Oh, the dairy. No okay, the dairy. dairy. I was going to say. <laughs> they don't have that. Like, in the cheese, cheese section, there's cheese. cheese. Nice cheeses. Uh, cottage is a cheese. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, but I walked past and there was this dude with like a death metal t-shirt and I was like, that kind of looks a lot like, um, the legendary, uh, fighter, Josh Barnett. And I, I did like, I did this, I did the double pass and I'm not a starstruck guy, but with certain things with fighters, starstruck. oh my gosh, my heart was racing, but I was like, Hey, Hey, and I, he kind of looked at me like, what? And I was like, are you Josh? And he was like, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think he thought that I just knew him because I was like, are you Josh? Um, not, are you legendary uh, fighter, Josh, Josh Barnett? <laughs> like, hey, are you Josh? <laughs> yeah. So he kind of had an awkward pause. But, but oh, because he was like, oh, yeah, I'm Josh. And yeah, you're like, Josh, do I know you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where do I know you from? But yeah, and I was just like, oh, I just wanted to say, like, uh, you're awesome, man. I'm I'm." A, I'm a big fan of you and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I saw him in the parking lot and I was like, oh, hey, well, we met met each other. He parked right next to me. Oh, nice. And then, uh, you know, I have, yeah. a, uh, I have a cool looking older Benz, you know, and so he's. Oh, I have a cool looking older Benz. Brag a little. Tell me what. <laughs> I, oh. I mean, I've got a really, actually, a really nice car. Yeah, his car is <laughs> sick. What's the, the year, the make, the model? Uh, it's, it's, it's just a 70s uh, uh, Mercedes. It's a 280, but it's in... With, it's ivory white. It's yeah. pristine. It's in great condition. It's movie ready, dude. It's movie ready. But he's, he's, a, he's a car guy, classic car, car guy. Nasu- he's a car nasseur. He's a car nasseur, exactly. <laughs> so he was like, oh, it's a cool car. What year is it? Blah, blah, blah. We started nerding out. He has Mustangs. Uh, Novas. He's more of an American car guy. Okay. So and he was like, he was driving like a an Audi or something, and he he made a point to be like, oh, this is just my this is my girlfriend's car. It's not mine. I wouldn't yeah. drive, I wouldn't drive around a car like this. Oh, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not Josh Barnett. I am not judging you, bro. <laughs> yeah. bro like seriously, bro. I'm not judging you. No, it's cool. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> Tell your girlfriend she's got a cool car. <laughs> anyway, it was cool talking to him. He was a he was a really uh, down to earth. Guy, and it was interesting because I was talking to him, and I was like, "I could take this guy." <laughs> bullshit. That's what, that's what went in my head, Are and I serious? know it's total bullshit. <laughs> but I was looking that's at the him. craziest shit you've ever said to me. <laughs> I was looking at him, and I was like, "I could take this guy." No, he's first of all, he's like your size. Really? Well, he's a, he's just he's a lot smaller than. I thought. He's a heavyweight. He is a heavyweight. 
but he's a lot smaller than than I thought. Uh, I, what is his? What are his stats anyway? Uh, what are his Barnett stats? <laughs> uh, he's, uh, but you know he looks huge when he's six three. He's two fifty. I'm one eighty five. Yeah, but I'm six four and I'm two eighty five. Uh, so yeah. he looks. I think he's probably he's probably like six two. You know, because okay. he definitely was, he was quite a bit shorter than I was, or at least, not quite a bit, but yeah. And he looked, he looked, maybe he was just kind of lean in the off season, but I was like, I could throw this guy around, <laughs> but that's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. I mean, it's crazy what a career that guy's had. Totally. And he's, he's, he's prolific. He's, he's very intelligent. He talks really cool. He talks about really cool things. Like, yeah. Uh, I love his, uh, I love the Japanese era of Josh Barnett. Like he has all those like uh, cool highlights, you know, in his heyday. And like, he always says something in Japanese over the microphone. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. very pro wrestler. Yeah. 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 It's like pretty funny. Um, you know, it's weird because, you know, he's the fighter that got popped. Yeah. But I still got, I still got respect for him. I mean, who hadn't gotten popped? John Jones got popped. Everyone, everyone does steroids. It's true. <laughs> Sound like a Diaz, brother. <laughs> um, yeah. Predictions uh, for the fight. Let's just the okay, predictions let's for the main event this week. Um, who you got? Who you got for Arlovsky Barnett? Uh, I think Barnett takes it. I'm gonna say Arlovsky. He's got that Jack Winkle John behind him. He wow. fights smarter. How's he gonna win? I think it's uh, I think it's uh, Josh Barnett by submission. I think it's Arlovsky by knockout. Patrick, in the first really? round. In the first round. In the first round. Ooh, I'm calling it. Wow. Wow. What's, What's the, the bet? bet? The bet is you get to have sex with my girlfriend if you win. Interesting. No, no wait. I should consult her first. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her I'm, I'm fun in the sack. You can ask my girlfriend. I'm a good ride. Yeah. Well, your girlfriend. I'm, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show up ready to do it. <laughs> That's how confident I am. I am in you, Dude, Josh. I'm only betting on Josh because I met him at the grocery store. That's the only reason. I know. I know. Dude, but you're talking about a, you're talking to a horny werewolf, dog. <laughs> you just made a you made a sex bet with a horny werewolf. <laughs> bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Um. Yeah, that's my prediction, and uh, I'm just gonna go with Gust- Gustafson because I have no, I don't know enough about Jan. I, I know I've se- I've seen probably I've seen I, I recognize his name. I've seen him probably fight three times, but I it's never registered. Yeah. Uh-huh. So just because of that, Jan, I hope you come on the show sometime. But just because I don't know who you who you are, I'm I'm not gonna bet. I'm going with Gus. I'm going to go with Gus. I'm going with Gus. I want him to. I, I think he needs a win. I love Gus. He needs it. We, we need him to We need him to, to win. He needs a win. Uh, Jan's coming off a win. He doesn't need any more wins, okay? No. All right. It's rear naked choke time. Is it rear naked choke it's time? It's rear naked choke oh. time. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I'm moving my shit around. Okay, I'm moving. I'm spilling stuff. The, uh, I'm spilling red wine on my couch. All right. Pardon the... Uh, Pardon me uh, with the readjustment oh, here. I'm almost going to break your... Is that Tiffany glass, no, Patrick? It's, uh, no, oh. it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I was going to say what it was, but it's a dollar store, I think. Um, oh, but not. Have you ever gone and looked at the glassware section of the dollar store? Uh, yes. Don't skimp. They have cool glasses. <laughs> okay, so uh, here we go. So Patrick's already positioning himself. Yeah. Should I take my uh, podcasting glove off? No, leave that. You're going to need it. Okay. All right, so Kurt. Get in here. I'm sweaty. My crotch is sweaty. Oh, is about to be gosh. Because he's going to have to deal with in these classes. Oh, dude. There's so much sweaty jujitsu crotch. Is that going to stink? You know what's really great? You're doing Muay Thai as well, right? Yeah. Wait till you start holding pads for people and like when they kick or like punch, like sweat just sweat flies everywhere. You just get used to it. Oh, I guess so. There's I've like I've I have like kicked sweat. I've, I've, my coach just held pads for me. I've kicked 
and like he has stopped because sweat flung in his eye. My sweat in his eyes. <laughs> no, true. He's like, ooh, my eye is drunk right now. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. I just got kicked by my sweat. Okay, so I'm I'm sitting in Patrick's lap. He's in now. Like he's about to. Like he's about to. So a triangle around around the waist. He's doing a happy baby. Okay, so right now I have a triangle around. Uh, John, Ron's ribs. Don. Don first. Do you feel that? I feel, yeah. I feel that hurts, right? So now add that. So I have triangle Ron's ribs and I'm applying pressure and now I'm going to go into Okay. 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 This is kind of. Uh, All this right. Is kind of, it's kind of a. <laughs> how, how quickly do you feel like just the feel? Okay, like, yeah. Wow. Is that is that? Oh. That's what people don't realize is when you're getting rear naked choked. Oh. It's not only the choke; it's the triangle around the fucking ribs or the waist oh. that is like all the air is trapped inside you while equally getting pushed out of you. Patrick. Nasty shit, right? I don't know if I like that. <laughs> no, I do I like this. <laughs> no, actually, I feel like I can get into that. Like, I don't mind. I do it. It's why you just the shit. It's why, why, and it's why, like, if you're in a bar fight and it goes to the ground and you know your shit, like, they they don't know what's coming. Yeah, actually, it didn't take long for me to start seeing stars. Yeah. Yeah, you have to tap. It's you have to tap. Or you just you just go. You go out. You go out. You go out. Wow, I immediately, I immediately have so much more respect. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm watching. We're, we're watching exactly what I just. <laughs> I'm watching. Only that's just guillotine. Yeah, we're watching Anthony Pettis put away. Uh, Olvera, 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 Alex Olvera. Uh, but but it is that triangle around the ribs. I don't think people realize like how much that sucks. Yeah, because it takes so like, your air away. So like when you're watching fights with people who don't know fighting. And they're like, why did he just fucking get out or roll out? And it's like, dude, he has a triangle around his ribs. And he's like, but whatever. And it's like, dude, a triangle around your ribs sucks. It feels like there's like a belt that's like three notches in, like cinched up on you. Wow. Oh, I feel high from that. And on that note. On that note, it's time to wish everybody goodbye. I don't drink, Patrick, but this is feeling like I am drunk. Yeah, no doubt. I love it. Uh, real quick, before we do oh, close out. Okay. What's the stuff you drink? Cretan? It's like the, the kind of upper drug. Oh, Cretan? Cretan. Yeah. They're trying to outlaw it. DEA yeah. is trying to get it. Thoughts yeah. on it real quick. It's going to be a class one, a schedule one drug. What the fuck? Upper, uh, it, it's, it's legitimately like drinking green tea. It's like yeah. drinking a bunch of green tea really fast. It does not get you fucked up whatsoever. Yeah. What? The if you hell? guys don't know, kratom is a. It's a leaf. They they use it. Uh, they chew it and make tea in uh, Southeast Asia. Um, for Vietnam. centuries. For centuries, yeah. And it just gives you a feeling like you just get kind of energetic, like coffee. It also has a sort of a, um, a pain relieving effect Absolute. that it has. Actually, there's a lot of people who have been addicted to things like oxy who have taken kratom and uh been able to cure themselves <clears throat> yeah because it kind of gives you that 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 kind of feeling and uh you know i'd say i i don't smoke weed anymore or uh drink alcohol and i just take it every now and then just like to have something you know just, i do both gives and me a little I, lift i drink <laughs> and smoke and uh i did kratom and it felt like lightweight shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like it's really it's like a non it's totally like a non-drug it's so much less powerful than coffee right you know uh, but and it's crazy uh that it's that it's going to become illegal it's it's legal now but it's kind of in the shady it's realm coming. it'll be it'll be illegal what a bunch of horseshit yeah because it's like it's in the realm it's kind of classified as like a bath salt which is really weird like they in a lot of places they sell it as incense or like no desire salt. to do bath salts yeah <laughs> i've seen people lose their shit on it i have yeah. no desire yeah but what you gave me that shit was it was like drinking a bunch of green tea really fast i yeah. felt like oh shit my brain's like up and i'm ready and high yeah. I know. It's sad. It's sad. Uh, needless to say, I ordered a ton of it recently. <laughs> <laughs> I have stopped for two years. Ron, you've been in, uh, you've been you've in, been in a, a rear naked choke. Uh, you've been in a rear naked choke.
you've you you've we've we've made it through an, yet another podcast. Okay, so okay. next podcast, you get to let me elbow you in the face. Absolutely. <laughs> in. in. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you've agreed to. Uh, thank you for listening. Those who are listening, follow us at Wolf Ticks Podcast. Wolf Ticks MMA. Oh, sorry, Wolf Ticks MMA. One of these days, they were going to get it right. We're going to get our socials right. Uh, at Wolf Ticks MMA. Uh, right now, mm, we're only doing Twitter, but eventually, we're going to get into the right. social Ram and Snapchat, and we're going to be doing it all. I love you all. Do good out there. Ow. Believe in yourself and get horny. Just like They're selling you all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. They're selling you all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. Wolf tickets, people.